Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. Happy to have you here with me today. Wow, it is the last day of August that I am recording this intro. I feel like March through May really dragged on and then June, July, and August went by in the blink of an eye. I don't know if you're feeling the same way, but it is crazy how fast time is going these past few months. I have been soaking up all of this warm weather here in Utah, and just this last week, I spent the entire week in my hometown, which is Logan, Utah. My sister was down from Canada. I have triplet sisters, so two of them live in Logan. One of them now lives in Canada with her husband and their kids and she was down here spending a couple weeks time hanging out before she has her next baby so she was traveling at 32 weeks in this pandemic which is kind of crazy but we hadn't seen her in over a year so it was really great to get to spend that time with my sisters. My husband is a saint and pulled our trailer up there. We recently bought a new trailer and he pulled it up there so that I would have pretty much my own little apartment to stay in because I had our two kids with us and it was me, the triplet sisters, and six kids. So although it was an amazing week with so many fun things, I definitely feel a little exhausted and caught a little bit of a head cold. So I am trying to take it easy over here and get back to 100%. Alright, I am so excited. I can't even contain myself. This week is the first week that I have a guest episode and I cannot wait to share her with you. I have been meaning to do more recorded episodes with guests who you can relate to and who can also offer you help because I know that maybe some things may resonate with you and some things may not. So I am in the aspect of thinking from abundance and I know that not everyone is going to be a perfect fit for me, but I want to bring on other guests who you can relate to as well as other coaches who may be able to help you as well. I definitely love helping women once you have gotten into a career that you really love. That's where I come in and I want to help you create that foundation of leadership so that you are able to be successful in your current role and have opportunities for growth and opportunities for a leadership role or be more eligible to be recruited or whatever that looks like for you, whatever that growth looks like for you. That is what I'm here for. But there are many women who come to me saying, Nicole, can you help me? I don't like my job and I want something else. What what should I do? What type of 
job should I look for? And that is definitely not my area of expertise. So I am so excited to introduce you to Kelly Clendenning this week, who is a female empowerment and career coach. Honestly, our conversation was so great. She is so easy to talk to. And if I could sum her up, I would say the words calming confidence come to mind because as I was speaking with her, she has this light and calming presence about her and her confidence in her abilities to help women leave unsustainable work environments and find something that they love. So if you are in a position where you aren't loving what you're doing or you have friends or other coworkers, definitely share this episode with them. It is full of helpful information and it is definitely worth following up with Kelly after this episode. Okay, so as I mentioned, Kelly Clendenning is a female empowerment and career coach. She helps women leave unsustainable work environments and find a job that they love. Today, we talk about how Kelly transformed her experience with sexual harassment into her mission. We also talk about why women stay in an unsustainable work environment longer than they anticipate. We talk about how to proactively plan for your next role. And if you're unhappy with your job, but you aren't ready to leave, some ways to improve your situation in the current moment. A little more about Kelly, she began her career in the wine industry working harvests in the cellar, eventually becoming a certified sommelier. An unsustainable work environment prompted a career pivot to a fulfilling role as a trip leader for a leading luxury travel company. In this position, she led groups of guests all over the world. What a cool job. Knowing how hard it can be to figure out what's next in one's career when work is really stressful, Kelly felt called to help women bridge the gap between being stuck in an unsustainable work environment and thriving in a fulfilling job. Today, she gets to live out her mission as a coach, helping women find work they love. Without further ado, let's jump into episode 56, career pivots, going from an unsustainable work environment to a job you love. All right, guys, I'm so excited to have Kelly here with me today. I am super excited. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, me too. Um, So a little bit of background, Kelly and I connected through Facebook, uh, through a Facebook group, and she had reached out to me basically wanting to connect and determine how we could potentially work together to see how we could link up and better serve, honestly, both of our clients. So I was super excited to hear from her and what exactly she offered and how we overlap in our different niches. And that's something that I talk to my clients about all the time is networking and offering how you can help. And that's exactly what Kelly did to me is saying, Hey, I want to offer you as a resource to my clients. And then in return, that made me want to be able to help her as well. And it's a perfect overlap of our different clients, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love, I've been following your podcast for a while now, and I really love the advice that you provide to women who want to get promoted at work. And so, yeah, so I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Thank you so much for being a listener. It always gets me excited to like 
actually connect faces to people who are all I see is like downloads and that obviously gets me excited, but to put a face to the names is always super fun. So tell me a little bit about yourself and what led you to become a career coach. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a female empowerment and career coach based in Northern California and how I became a coach. So in my mid twenties, I was in a sales and marketing role that had all the markers for success. So I was given a lot of responsibility. I had a lot of autonomy. I got to manage the accounts of some really influential customers and it was the highest salary that I had earned thus far. So I was really excited for this major growth opportunity um, in this particular industry I was in. But unfortunately, over time, it became what I now call uh, an unsustainable work environment because mm -hmm. I was being sexually harassed by a superior. And as anyone knows who's gone through something like this, um, there's a lot of feelings and emotions. Um, it was really confusing. It was stressful, overwhelming, and really lonely. And I knew I needed to leave this job, but it was really hard to see a way out when the immediate moment was really just all consuming. So it was confusing because this man who was my superior was mm -hmm. also a huge champion for my success at work. So it really didn't align in my mind. How could be, he be my champion, but also say these things to me that were really inappropriate and made me so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, he was clearly crossing boundaries. How could he not see that? Um, it was really stressful because I was worried about having to go on company trips alone with him. It mm -hmm. was overwhelming because it was hard to concentrate on work when on the same day I had to confront him and ask him to not say these uncomfortable things to me. Right. And it was lonely because I didn't tell anyone except for a handful of friends and family and they were so supportive, but they had never gone through something like this. And so it just felt like a lonely process and a lonely experience. And it also made me question the validity of my experience. Right. You know, I, all the times I thought, am I crazy? Am I making this up? Mm -hmm. Which I wasn't. <clears throat> but but um, it felt like that at the time. So Definitely. again, I knew I wanted to leave, but I didn't know to what. Um, I didn't know what was next. And I felt really stuck. So I was stuck for about a year which Nicole, that's a really long time to be stuck it in. Really, it really is. Yeah. So after a lot of conversations with friends and family who kept saying, we support you, it's okay to leave. Mm -hmm. I realized that in those conversations, I just kept seeking their approval to leave a job that right had all those markers, quote unquote, for success. Mm -hmm. But what I really needed was my own buy-in this like self permission that it was okay for me to leave. Definitely. And that's when I hired my own coach. Okay. Okay. And coaching showed me that I was avoiding the hard thing, which was taking action. So within a few months, I left my job. I traveled six months through Latin America. Awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, and I stepped into a really fulfilling role as a trip leader for a luxury outdoor vacation company. Mm -hmm. 
And while I did that, I started taking courses to become a certified professional coach. Wow, so awesome. given this experience, I felt really called to help women bridge the gap between being stuck in an unsustainable work environment and finding a job they love. I knew or I know how hard it can be to figure out what's next when your current work environment is really stressful. So now that I'm on the other side, I can provide resources, guidance, and structure to help someone navigate a similar transition. Definitely. Wow. I appreciate your vulnerability in sharing all of that. It's, I honestly had chills hearing you go through that because some of my path is so similar of going through some of that sexual harassment. And that is such a tough path to navigate, especially when it's your superior who maybe is saying how great you are to everyone else. And then to you, they are very much violating that trust and that relationship. And man, that is hard. And that's sent me on a different route as well. So it's, it's crazy how that happens. And I love hearing when people can turn it into something that was a benefit. So it's never something I would wish on anyone else, but when you can turn it around and recognize that you aren't the only one struggling with that and that so many more people need that help. I love that you, you know, stepped into that and became a female empowerment and career coach. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, what is your ideal client struggling with right now? Yeah, absolutely. So she is also in an unsustainable work environment. She could be experiencing burnout, unfulfilling work, sexual harassment, or toxic workplace culture. Um, but what she knows is three things. So one, she knows that she wants to move on. She wants something better for herself. Mm -hmm. um, maybe that's something bigger, something more fulfilling, more supportive, something healthier overall. Um, second, she recognizes the toll that her work situation is taking on her. So she doesn't feel like she gets to be the person she wants to be outside of work. And that could be showing up in a lot of different ways. So um, let's say there's a lot of stress at work. Um, usually mm -hmm. there is in an unsustainable work environment. So maybe she's bringing that stress home to her romantic relationship and that's leading to a disconnect. Um, and third, she knows that she wants to be excited about life again. Um, and that can show up as something as simple as when her friends ask her what she's up to, she's excited to open up and tell them, you know, what kind of project she gets to work on at work. Mm -hmm. So that's what she knows. Um, but what she's struggling with is what she doesn't know. And that's what's next. So she knows she wants to leave her job, but she doesn't know what that big next step is. And not having this type of clarity leaves her feeling really stuck because she's really caught in the middle of, I don't want to be here. This is stressful, but I also mm -hmm. have no clue what I would do otherwise. Right. And it's really hard to take action and take steps towards something when you don't even know where you're headed. Um, and getting that type of clarity is really hard when your day-to-day -day feels really stressful. So I think bottom line, the, what, what she's struggling with is mm -hmm. what's next. Definitely. I can relate to that <laughs> flashing back, you know, few years, five years, whatever, 
wishing that I knew more of what was out there. You know, I feel like with both of our different coaching industries and how we help different women, it's, there's so many women out there who are sitting in that space of frustration, burnout, not knowing where to go or what's next. And, you know, it's figuring out ways for us to be able to connect with those type of women to open up the possibilities that we are here to help. And, you know, it's, it seems like both of our routes sometimes almost have that reactive, you know, you're struggling, you get down this like path of everything that you don't want. And then you're realizing, okay, I really need help. Like I am so stuck. And that's where you come in, which I love that. And, you know, I would love more women to be in tune, whether that's in podcasts or self-help books or having a really strong female network surrounding them to do more proactive things for themselves. I feel like women in general, kind of, we put ourselves in the back seat and we're helping so many other people. So it's hard to focus on what is going to bring me happiness and what is that next step? So I love that you are there to kind of pull them out of the deep waters, um, which brings me to my next question. How do you help your clients? So I offer private one-to-one coaching. And what's great about this format is that it's customizable to each client, but there are certain themes that I do help most clients with. So first and foremost, I help them get that clarity, right? So that they can have a direction, they can start taking their first steps. And what that's all about is building their vision for a job that they love, right? So we're talking, it's exactly what you just said, which is being proactive about building your vision and then taking action on what you want rather than being reactive and just taking whatever maybe job that you end up getting. Mm -hmm. So first it's building that vision. Second, it's overcoming inner obstacles like low confidence, confusion, indecisiveness, you know, anything that's a roadblock that would prevent her from moving forward. We work on that. We also create accountability. So there, so she's constantly taking action towards her goal. Um, so if she started working with me, and one of the reasons why is because she felt really stuck, like she wasn't taking action, um, the accountability piece helps her step into action and making progress right away. And then really helping her get to the finish line. So what, whatever the goal is that she had set for herself, mm-hmm. maybe that's applying to school or landing a job, whatever goal she set for herself, I'll help her see that through. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. When would you say is the right time for someone to hire you? When you know that you want to leave your job, or maybe you already have, but you don't know what's next. So you're feeling stuck. And the thought of figuring out what's next is really overwhelming because you don't even know where to start. That's my favorite time to swoop in and start building that vision together. Would you say also maybe someone has left a really toxic environment? They got another job maybe because it just happened to work out. They applied for something. It was available. They got the job, but maybe they are still a little unsure. What would you recommend there? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great question. So what I would recommend there is really considering 
what would make a fulfilling job for them. So I think as a society, we certainly can have a tendency to chase happiness. I know I did at one point. And what I learned was when we chase happiness, you know, happiness is a feeling and that can be, that can come and go. And that can be a roller coaster ride. And when we think when the happiness goes away, we think something's wrong. Something has gone wrong. And maybe that's not the case. Maybe nothing's gone wrong. That's just the nature of happiness. Mm -hmm. So if somebody has transitioned into a job where they're still not feeling fulfilled, I would really, that's the moment to take a step back. You're no longer in that toxic workplace, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. You're in a place, hopefully, that you feel more safe. And maybe that place has now be able, been able to create more <clears throat> space for you to be able to think about bigger picture for yourself. And that's a really good place to start building that vision and then taking action on it. Awesome. Yeah, I wanted to point out that, you know, even if they've moved to something, but they aren't quite sure if they're, you know, satisfied or happy or what that looks like, it's helpful to hire someone like yourself mm -hmm. to you know, work through everything, work through those steps, because it's better to find that out sooner than later in a position, because if it's not going to work out, wouldn't you want to find out sooner really in any type of relationship, whether that's working or with um, someone else, you just want to make sure that it is good for you and hiring someone like yourself, even if you've gotten out of that toxic environment could still be very beneficial. Absolutely. Great. Uh, what if maybe someone tuning into this episode is unhappy in their current job, but they maybe aren't ready to hire you just yet? What would you share? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that makes a fulfilling career um, is playing to our strengths. Because when we play to our strengths, we're more productive at work. It's honestly just more fun. It's more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. To me, it's the difference between swimming upstream and being able to like jump in an inner tube and be taken downstream. Uh -huh. um, and so I am a big fan of playing to one's strengths. And I have my clients, when we're building their vision, we get really clear on what their strengths are and how okay. they want to use them. So I would say that if someone is unhappy in their job, but they're not sure if they want to leave, I would take a look at what are your strengths and how often do you get to use them at work? Mm -hmm. um, is there a way you could use them just a little bit more each day? Because when you do that, you will certainly have more joy um, in your day to day. So for example, if you, if one of your strengths is relating to other people, mm -hmm. you can ask yourself, how can I have one more quality conversation with somebody each day? Yeah. And you could even take that a step further and talk to your manager and tell them what you think your strengths are and how you want to use them a little bit more in your job. Definitely. When you are referencing the strengths, is that something that you hope that clients are prepared with or how do you help them recognize what those strengths are? I think so many of us are so hard on ourselves and it's hard for us to really 
step into that of like, yeah, I'm really great at this, or I do really well at that, especially if our confidence maybe has been shut down often or frequent in the workplace. How do you bring that out in your clients? That's a great question. Um, what I, one of the things that I have them do is take a strengths finder test. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of fabulous personality based tests out mm -hmm. on the market and um, you can't go wrong with a lot of them. And I think the point of taking one of these tests is that it helps confirm what you probably already know about yourself. Mm -hmm. And as you said, if we're in a toxic work environment or we're unhappy at work, um, we might have some low confidence right. and being able to have some outside validation saying, yes, you are really good at these things. And these things also matter mm -hmm. to the success of a company, I think is really powerful. So I utilize um, one of the ways that I have my clients um, own their, their strengths is mm -hmm. by taking one of these strengths finders tests. That's great. I love that. And, you know, I think it's helpful for anyone out there to take those different assessments. I've been fortunate to work with some companies that have, you know, paid for the Clifton Strengths book or uh, whatever other types of assessment. There's plenty of free ones. I think the Clifton Strengths might be what, like $35 for the book that has all the information in it as well as the code in the back. So I would highly recommend anyone who's listening to to get more information from these different sites, you could do the Enneagram, you could do the Myers-Briggs, uh, DISC, and then StrengthsFinder, any of those. It's helpful to open up your own way of thinking and do some self-reflection. And when you get those answers, you know, what comes up first and really kind of diving into that and feeling that, am I a good communicator? Am I good at relating with others? Am I good at being strategic or whatever that says about you and dive into it and learn more about it so that you really can hone in on those strengths and be more of an asset within your team, but then also kind of opening up the doors for other opportunities. So I love that. Well, Kelly, is there anything else that you'd like to share about your coaching style or anything else that might be helpful for my listeners to hear? I don't think so. I think we covered mostly everything. Awesome. Great. Uh, how can people find you to follow up? So they can reach out on my website, which is kellyclendenning.me. And you'll be able to find a link to my website in the show notes. Is there a way for someone who might be thinking, oh, this sounds kind of good, but I'm not sure exactly what it entails. I'm a little nervous or scared, or this is kind of out of my element. Do you do any sort of introduction phone call or like, what does that look like when you are first connecting with someone before they decide, okay, yes, I want to hire Kelly. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Um, I do what's called a career strategy session. Perfect. And we focus in that session on three things. Uh, the first is getting clear on where they are right now with their career. The second is getting clear on what their vision is, what they would like to step into, what they see for themselves. 
And third, it's getting clear on what are some of those roadblocks that have prevented them from stepping into that mm-hmm. vision thus far. And so by doing that, they get a sense of first, they get a lot of clarity. Um, and they get a lot of clarity so that they can move forward regardless if we work together or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also we get, we both get a sense of if we'd be a fit as well. Definitely. And then I can also answer any questions about the coaching in general at that point. Perfect. Is that something that is currently complimentary or what does that look like in booking that with you? Yes, that is complimentary. Oh, great. Well, anyone listening, I would highly recommend to book a discovery call to discuss this with Kelly, because if it's going to give you even a step in the right direction of, you know, pivoting your career path, I would highly recommend it. I don't think you can go wrong. So I am super excited to have had you on the podcast and uh, I look forward to referring more people your way. Likewise. Thank you, Nicole. You bet. See you later. All right. That is a wrap for episode 56. I had so much fun interviewing Kelly. And if there are any specific types of episodes that you would like to see, definitely feel free to reach out to my email info at nicoleharrop.com or sending a DM over on Instagram at nicole.harrop. I love hearing your feedback and what you want to hear for solo episodes as well as bringing additional guests on. I'd love to hear any feedback that you have on this week's episode. I know if I hadn't already taken the StrengthsFinder assessment, I would be running out there grabbing a copy for myself. I always talk about how important it is to know your strengths, play to your strengths, And a big thing about this as well is just because you're good at something doesn't mean you enjoy doing it. So definitely hit up Kelly if you are in an unsustainable work environment because you deserve better and there are so many more fulfilling roles out there. If you are stuck and not knowing what comes next, schedule a call with Kelly, get headed in the right direction so you can at least get some guidance initially And then determine if you want to work with her and really find that next position and work that you love. All right, until next week, we'll see you later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram, and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.